Julianne. Yeah. Will you shift the legs in the chair, please? Okay. You can actually take the if you get the top off first. Okay, grand. Here you go. Mm. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, yeah. now, hold on. We're gonna get my purse, Julian. In the room, on the desk. go too fast. My mum has got post-polio fatigue syndrome. It's um it's to do with the nerves and the um it's well her limbs like because um when she was born a virus there was a virus and it like just swept over 24 hours and then it's um it like took her left side left leg and her right right arm or the other way around and it then it came um came back back in like um came back active again when she was 40 I think and um and then like it took a like just went the rest of her body went and she's got a uh, very little um movement in her hands and her legs and she's in wet her nail. I used to think when I saw their um mothers that oh why don't they have a limp because her mum had one like but I didn't mind because I I loved the way my mum is like and so I wouldn't like her any other way. Her biggest thing is. 
oh, um, it's be, um, she's she's dreadful about um, about like us helping. She thinks that um, she thinks that um, uh, we shouldn't really help as much as we do, but we don't mind. Juliana's a thirteen-year-old, but not ninety, for gossip with her mother. Isn't that right? Things that happened to me that a 90 year old wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. Things that happened to me that a 90 year old wouldn't have known that have happened like, in her life or something. Mm-hmm. Educational life. Mm-hmm. The daily routine with my mum would be I'd wake up and I'd get dressed, go downstairs and I'd get cereal, come into my mum and I'd see she's okay and then I'd get her cereal and and I'd um I'd get like her clothes laid out for her and then I'd um I'd go and then I'd go out to school and then I'd come back home and we'd most like nearly all the time we'd go um, we go to the shop. That's something that's an awful problem too. Dogs leaving their mid-class over here. Yeah, it's tough on the footpath. But at least I can see it and avoid it. A blind person wouldn't see it at all. Yeah. That's okay. I'm going to just... Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't take that terrible. I'm 47, nearly 48, and I have a husband, Porik, and three children, Amanda, Finian, and Julianne, and they vary from 21 down to 13 years old. Amanda's the eldest and Julianne is the youngest. Finian's in between. My husband would be a help in an indirect way with my disability. He goes out and works and he does do some nights. So I feel very guilty about asking him to do a lot because he would work a fair number of hours in a week. Uh, If I'm on my own in the house, most definitely he would do a lot of the caring, if you like, if when when but when the children are here, it's inclined to be left to the children. And especially Julianne, because she's the youngest. The others can just put on their coat and go out. Really, without her, I wouldn't be able to manage. Or my life would be a thousand times worse. She does tasks from putting my shoes on, helping me to the bathroom, doing the dinner. Any of my personal needs, which could be dreadfully if if my physical condition was bad on the day Julianne it really does anything physical for me and literally there's many a time that she may have been coming and going with me all the time and I just ask her at nine o'clock half nine have you got your homework done and she hasn't and I know in my own heart and soul she would have if she'd been given time to do it 
she she's probably saying to herself at the back of it all, Jesus, I can't be doing my homework when she's... Because you don't, unless you make a conscious decision, you do not realise that she has to have a pain in her head with this business. I, I'm, um, I say, my famous words are, Julianne, will you do me a favour? And it's not, you know... Um, and then she'd say to me, you don't have to ask me that. You don't have to say that. At the minute, my back is fairly okay. But when my back is very bad, she would have to clean my bum for me. Um, that's possibly the worst part of the condition. Um, a friend of mine was here on Saturday and she's MS. And that is the one thing she's dreading. She was saying to me, you know, how did I cope with that? And you just don't. You just, you literally, there's no point in even thinking about it. You get on with it. But I think the physical needs end there. That's an emotional thing. Um, It's a mental, it's, I don't know, but it's probably fear sad that she considers that as a way of life. And... I think it's I think it's dreadful anyway. I really do. Thirteen year old having to to do that kind of thing, but she seems to accept it. I don't think she's any choice. She has. She could rebel, and she doesn't. And I don't think she loves me any less. Possibly we love each other an awful lot more. Like they're just being obnoxious, and like only people, old, old people more than young people, be obnoxious. Really. Do we need crisps, Sam? Yeah. Anything? Potato or what? I don't mind. Okay. I think actually that there is nothing else. In actual fact, this is bad housekeeping because I shouldn't have to. It gets us out for half an hour, although I think, don't think Julianne is as happy as what she used to be coming out for half an hour to the shop. <laughs> Oh, dog food for the dog. I guess that's in there. Yeah, in there. Here, I hold on. When I was diagnosed first as having post-polio syndrome, in one respect, I was relieved because um, I knew I had a physical condition and I wasn't imagining it or whatever. And, but on saying that, I did go through 
stages that I wouldn't leave the bedroom, I wouldn't get out of the bed. And looking back on it now, I was in a deep depression. And again, Julianne would have come to the fore. I most definitely would have kept her out of school. To do nothing except just to be here. Um, it, it was, thinking back on it now, it was a dreadful, dreadful state I was in. I think I was, I know I was afraid and I wasn't leaving the house, even though at that stage I would have had um, the electric chair. I wasn't leaving the bedroom, never mind the house. Um, she just, just to have her there and she would ask no questions, I suppose, because of what age she was. So kind of. The way I felt with her, her love was unconditional, whereas the others were older. And they may have just guessed that I just want someone here and maybe they wouldn't, but there was never a problem with Julianne, you know. So many a time she went to school and she'd say, now you have my number, you can ring me. So she wouldn't say that as regular now, but she still would say it. But I... Don't, I think now, as soon as she goes out the door, I think maybe she can switch herself off. It would be very important that she can do that, though, because otherwise she will, she'll end up with a chip on her shoulder. Well, I feel she will, because it's uh, it's not normal for any 13-year-old to have to do it. My mum would, um, would give a note, and if... Um, really, if she didn't want it to be said that I was at home taking care of her, we would have just said I was sick. So it depends on really, like, on really either the teacher or how she felt, really. So it was like, it was really most of the time I was feeling sick. Me, like me being sick, so... Um, if she had really bad pains, I'd... Um, I'd help her like getting around the house or and if she needed really if she really need like if she was um needed company I'd talk to her and we'd have long chats or something like that and I'd help her around the house as well. And um then then um about five o'clock I would have um I would have rang my friends to get the homework of that day off them. And um so I'd have done it so like so it wasn't really bad. I'd say to my mum sometimes, um, just say if she was really, really bad or if if she was doing a test or something, I'd say, here, you've got my number, you can ring me if you need to or, or ring me at lunch. Like, so, um, it's, um, most of the time it's really if, um, if there's some good news and, like, just to say, oh, here, ring me if you need me or something like that. Just say, um, like, cause the other if a month ago, a month or um, month and a half, I think it was ago, um, Amanda, she's on um probation in work because she just started and she's um she was getting on it was she was getting to see if she was kept on or not, and I said um to mum here ring me like and tell me and um she like she's getting an extra month of probation anyway but like um. But that's that would be an like example first.
I think she'll be kept on, but you, you can't really tell her that because then she'll get like her hopes up. And so, like, um, my mom says that, um, oh, um, you're not going to be kept on. Just keep like, just you're just I'm I'm I am I'm almost positive that you're not going to be kept on. But really, mom, like, to keep in between us, mom thinks that she will really be, you know. I have a problem now if Julianne wasn't with me. One of the girls in the shop would put the messages on me on the back. But if I came home, I haven't really got the power in my arms to take them all. So it isn't really practical going on my own. Something else that just bugged me no end to. The curtains and the blinds upstairs, it was, I'd have a row over them. And it's funny now, I couldn't give a damn if they were never pulled open. Julianne <coughs> would have had to push me up the ramp before I got the power chair. Or whatever. No. We had a couple of uh, mishaps over the last couple of weeks and I've uh, let the battery run down low and we ran out of power. So Here's the dog down to see if there's anything wrong. consider myself as the primary care because I just consider myself as the backup because Adrienne I'd say she's the most she helps mum a lot like I I do the main like you know the heavy parts like lifting chair like lifting the chair on and off the dart and assembling the chair and all that I bring her to college like I put her on the dart we'd have to go at half half seven and we used to go up to Rohini because Kabardik wasn't accessible. The gap was too big. And um then I'd bring her to Sand I'd bring her to Sandy Mount and I it depends on the days. At the start I used to bring her up to the school as well. And then um at four o'clock or something I'd come back, go up to Sandy Mount and bring her back on the train and then take her back off. But and say it was more in the mornings and all. It was more horrible, uh, bad in the evenings because of the rush hour. It wasn't as bad in the mornings because of so early. 
So there was a few people that were a bit ignorant. Um, you know, they wouldn't move out of the way and all that kind of stuff. So it was just, it was a bit hard, but like, I got used to it, you know what I mean? It was just the sore sometimes on the old back, you know, lifting her. But uh, it was all right, though. Just say if Mam was walking along and we needed a taxi to get to somewhere, um, my mum would, would, would hail it and it, would, it just wouldn't, it would go on and it would go through seven or eight, eight of them for, to get a one. And like, it would actually, like, um, it'd actually, you'd actually have to hide mum to get it. It's it just, and then, and then they get all moody because, because you have to take the ramps out. And like they don't half of them I've had because I've I'm I've become very prone to how to use the ramps on the um actually the other taxis, and um and I do it for them and they don't even know how to do it and I can do it like in seconds, it's just a disgrace it is, and I'm thirteen and they're forty eight and fifty and and I can do it better than they can and I've like I've used it and. But I think it's cool though, because <laughs> I'm too, like I'm thirteen and they're fifty, and I can do it better than they can. <laughs> I'm in Roslyn Park and I'm doing a business studies course. Um, it's a two-year course. I'm nearly finished my first year. Um, I must say I love it, and I have said on numerous occasions it should be compulsory for every postfolio to do it, because you really you realise that you have a physical a problem and, my God, you're mentally on the ball. Um, it's great for your morale, absolutely. Uh, I had kind of... I Most definitely I'd given up on myself mentally and I would have felt I was able for nothing and I did the assessments for uh, Rosalind Park. Now, I didn't know the results of the assessments, but I was thrilled because I'd been able to do some of them. And then, of course, when I heard that I had got into the college, um, it was absolutely brilliant. When you're knocking off the summer? The 4th of June. After all the exams. Four days of exams. And you see, there's no sympathy for anyone during exams anymore because of the mother can do it. Not for anyone else for really. <laughs> You see? So, I mean, you're not, we're not asking for miracles or anything. Just everyone's best. But if I could get down to studying, so can anyone. No sympathy. Was she, she got 77 the other day. She's very disappointed. I was nearly killing her. She got, she's going, oh, it was terrible. I got a B. It's terrible. No, it wasn't that. It, it, was, it was. It was a mock exam for human growth and development. And I should have got... I would have been all right if I got an extra three or four yeah, points. But, uh, but she actually said to the teacher, she was in the college with me when I got, in actual, my battery had gone down and I couldn't go up to get my results. 
and uh, Jackie came down, the girl who teaches us, and uh, she said, Grand 77. And Julia says, Now, isn't she doing wonderful? And here's her, her here's her, um, the look of shock in her face. And mm. I, I was nearly killing her because I'd be chuffed if I got 77. Because human growth would be the difficult one, isn't it? That's your most difficult. She can't do much when she gets disappointed easily. Well, you can't really like change her really because she's just mom. <laughs> Sorry, would you like to your coffee? There, no, There's hold no on. There has to be a small spoon. Okay. Um, but it's like she has awful problems with her teeth. She was allergic to my milk, and between the jigs, oh, we had three months of terror now when Julianne was the first three months of her life and they put her on to soya milk she's dreadful problems with her teeth and I put her down to that dreadful Finian and Amanda never had to have a filling, never she's had about 15 nine was the last one all the, oh yeah I got nine in a row yeah and then there awful problem. That's why I was saying about uh, that those sugary cereals. I brush my teeth I know, but still. Just milk and two sugars, yeah? Milk and one sugar, please. And just milk. But anyway, what were you saying? What's your news? I'm going to Laura's. Chloe, where's yours? Mine. Mine looked big. Right. Oh, about a ditty, did I? No, no. Tell me, Chloe invited us. Unless she did, I took one around one. It's grand, I'm with you. Laura invited myself and Peter's Christmas. All right. And I ran to the sound. He said it's grand and I'll get that means now we're going to Christmas on Sunday. Can I not go? I don't even know. Give us the still. salt, Julia. That's what I asked. And what else then? That's one bit of news. Getting the job. Promoters. All right. That's promoters. Kept down. Who's that saying? Good man. Permanent. Who's that saying? You took the wrong stuff. Same. Because I do bring down. What? Mm -hmm. That was really. It wasn't. Like that much. Did you make that from, like, from scratch? Yeah. No. There's no other difference. No, because I hate the, um, the whole. The lasagna in the shops, it's brilliant, but they've loads of basil in it. And no one likes basil. You used to always make a lasagna. Yeah. That's anything that's up with the rest of the soft um, package. The sanya. Yeah. At least it doesn't taste chalky, yeah. ma'am. You're the sanya never tastes chalky, ma'am. That's what I taste. Did you remember chalky. the day? I'm not in Sydney. I used to have gourmet meals in all here. I should have really appreciated my yeah. had it was all very, very quick. 
Like, do you know what I mean? Like, one week she was walking, next week she was in the wheelchair. I found it very, very difficult to cope with. I couldn't handle that at all. And I don't even think I accept it. I didn't accept it whatsoever. Like, as far as caring goes, like, I do look after her, but not in the same extent as Julianne. I'm not going to sit here going, oh, I do this and I do that, because I don't. But I'd kind of... Like, I'd sit down, like, maybe, like, I'd talk to her, and, like, if she was short, I'd, I'd just kind of give her a bit of money, and if she was sick, I, like... Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't kind of say, well, if you're sick, I'm not going out. And if you're sick, I'll give you a ring later on. <laughs> but, like, other than that, like, it, it was awkward and it was difficult. But, like, I think we just all kind of, you know, you have to accept it, really, don't you? You just have to kind of get on with it and, do you know what I mean? She's in the wheelchair. She is why she is. She's never going to get better. And that's all, like... Obviously, like, you, you do the dinners for her. Like, I always, like, whenever she was in hospital, I was, the, I, like, I did the dinners and I looked after the other two. And, you because know, one time, I can remember she was, she had problems with her bowel and she ended up having to get three quarters of her bowel removed and she was up lying in the bed in tears. And Fiend and Julianne were all worried and I was sitting there going, oh, she's going to be fine, don't worry. Sometimes I wish I had the bottle to be able to say, come on, like, do you know what I mean, if you need a hand shower and I'll do it for you. I'm just not made that way. I can't do it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel it right for me to be washing my mother. Like, I've no problem her washing me if I needed it because that's what mothers do. But, like, I don't think I could do it as a person. Whereas, I think that's where Julianne and I are even made differently. Even at 13. Like, I still, I don't think we'd have been able to do it. No, what I'd probably do now is um, bring the veg in here in the bed with the tea towel and uh, chopping board and I'll do my share while the others um, so even though I bought chopped mushrooms so just onions to do so that's probably the handiest to, to this day even with the, it bugs me that no matter what I want done it really I don't think I'll ever get used to it never because I keep thinking they're saying Ooh! and yet they're not but I don't know yeah, bring a chair in for all the things. So who would you have today? Um, I had double art with this band. And I did a brilliant pot with the Pottery, yeah. Um, then I had music with Miss Murphy. You know Miss Murphy, don't you? I know Miss Murphy. Um, and then I had a free class at Miss Klein's. Um, I think she's sick, I'm not sure. Then I had commerce with Miss Scrawny. And then I had French and then I came home. What did you have today? Oh, yeah. 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 Do you want, there it is there on beside the clock. Wait till I tell you, do you want me to do some of the mushrooms smaller? There's, I'll just take some, it's okay. Yeah, because the time, like, it's, Mom, it's, don't it's 20 to 5. I know, it's okay. What'd you say? Yeah. 
I'd say my favorite dinner would be either lasagna, shepherd's pie, or macaroni. You just that down there. Do I just know? You. I just stick it down there. Okay. I think Dad did last night when he spoke. type of temperament that Julianne has I think I don't think the young one minds you know and she sort of um, the mother would be her sort of a guardian angel her confident uh, her her light I suppose in a way um, I don't because the young one is outgoing and if it did bother her she'd say it you know she says she's not able to cope or uh, she can't do that anymore or she wants to go to her friends more but uh, she's still not stopped from going, having her childhood. You know, her childhood has not been taken away from her. Um, she can go off during the day or whatever and come back at a reasonable time. You know, whatever time she's to arrive back at, at 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock, uh, she comes in. You know, hence the time she has, just has a free space as well. Um, her, her own allotment. That's, um, she's not stuck to Joan uh, 24 hours a day. Even though I would be walking late, um, she'd probably stay up a bit later just in case she needs something. Because she is uh, Joan's probably legs more than anything else uh, as going, getting her a uh, cup of tea or a glass of coke or whatever it may be. Um, also for running up the shops for rats and getting into the wheelchair and going up as well. Or if the wheelchair wasn't charged or whatever, whatever reason. But the young one in our furniture she doesn't mind. And I don't think, as I said, at any stage, she would say it and we'd sit down and sort of do something else about it. I would worry about Julianne and her friends, uh, her having time. Um, I have made a conscious decision now and for spring and summer to make sure that she does go. It, it's We have to have it well organised so she can go to her friends. And as it happens, she goes to school away from this district, so her friends would be a little bit away. But she never, ever, ever went out playing or she never had any friends. She had friends in school, all right, but there was no social gatherings or anything out of school. And again, I think an awful lot of that had to do with her and caring for me. Um, she uh, she was a child actually who who never. She never went out to play never, and she used to play with Barbies, and she'd sit always in my bed. Playing with the Barbies, dressing them up or whatever. But I that I've made a conscious decision about that. It has to be, you know, she must go. Just and whatever she can go and. When she's back, well, at this stage now, and it's getting dark, but um, when she's back, or we have everything done that I would need to have done before she went, and 
we'd sort whatever else when she come back, you know. But oh, you you could very very easily fall into the trap that the child has absolutely no one, and has nothing in common with anyone else, which is that that should worry me more than anything else. So hopefully, anyway. So she's quite happy to. The only thing is, every time she goes out, she says to me, "Are you sure? If you don't want me to go, I won't." Um. I suppose we have to get rid of that now because maybe she feels a bit guilty leaving me. But we would have sorted everything out anyway. When I grew up, I went to be a psychologist. Or T, or, um, or, um, do psychology in college and then I won. I don't know what, um, whatever my options are, I'd like to do something like art therapy. And art therapy is where, um, person with just say depression or something they'd um they draw like they'd like they'd draw um something on paper and um and be ideal like you'd be you know what it is i don't get cranky and i don't really get tired um i don't know what it is i'm usually the last one to bed and the first one up don't know what it is. I no matter how how like little sleep I get, I'm always the first to one up. Like I don't know what it is. It's something like it's just like I don't know. It's I'm just always like awake and I just ring. <laughs> I never get cranky. I get I ha I go into moods like not when I'm tired though, but I just like I don't get cranky or anything. Just really, if it was just if I just um wasn't really feeling in the best like or something like that, I just like just get moody. But then I'd go out. <laughs> if you just said, "Hey, get out of this mood," <laughs> to myself, if I talk, tell myself, or just say, if like, if I just um, if no one talks to me for a little while, it'd be okay. Um, what makes me feel really happy would be the house, like that 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 in the house be be happy and mum would be wouldn't be in too much pain or or if we'd be going on holidays <laughs> or um or just say if something good happened or the way mum got a new wheelchair that was good because she um the mold it goes mold into her back so it's like she she didn't have as much back pain as she does in the other one when i get older there is no way that any of my children will care for me no way the thing is that maybe again it's very very unfair with Julianne, but she's she is too young even to be in any kind of a relationship. But I will most definitely make um, arrangements if I have to, um, because none of them, none of them will be a care. And when they have their own life to lead and education wider. Um, their relationships, uh, whatever else goes with uh, with been older, I am I I am just going to have to make other arrangements. Whether I would think about taking in a personal assistant for um, the the parts of the day that I could target. Um, or or whatever, and I think, in the long term, I would think that Porik would take now whether he does or not is another thing. 
um, I would have no doubts in the world about getting in a personal assistant. Uh, no, they're not going to, even though I suppose I'm contradicting myself in a way because I've curtailed her up until now subconsciously but I am also conscious that her social life is a huge aspect to her life in her teens so I am definitely going to have to now if I mentioned a personal assistant to her she would go mad but I think my motto used to always be if if you're not taking a risk you haven't lived (laughs) but yeah I mean Porik marrying me he took a risk she don't know and when you marry someone but I can tell you those kids were never given the opportunity of choosing. You know, so, I mean, they don't know. I owe them everything. 